from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Pacinetti, and I am joined by an incredible cast of characters tonight. From the Sunshine State, he's at least in the Sunshine State. He's not really from the Sunshine State, because if we ever said he was from the Sunshine State, he'd probably get all angry because he's really from New York, and we all know how he feels about that. My co-host extraordinaire, the man, the myth, the legend, this week, Joe was it last week, Dave Koch. Hi. Hi. Debbie wasn't sick this week? Debbie can... Never mind. Wow, it's a family show, David. It's a family show, buddy. <laughs> and from all the way across the pond, my buddy, my pal, the guy that I have missed probably the most out of everybody, out of everybody, and I really mean out of everybody, Stephen Maxwell. Thank you very much for that. I'm surrounded by idiots. Forget it. I don't miss you anymore. That's messed up. I give you that intro and you still call me an idiot? Yep. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. And from not all the way across the pond, but all the way across the country, I'm in Connecticut. This fine gentleman is in California, Dan Cohen. Hello again. No really cool intro for you either. What is this? What is it? Jeez. The only reason why I didn't do my intro is because I figured people were getting tired of it. No, they're just, they're, they're just getting tired of you, not tired of it. Well, exactly, because I'm on all the time. Hint, well, hint, wink, wink. Oh, hey, you know what? I just got back. I'm going to you know take some of the shows away from you, and you'll be happy. Don't you worry. So I'm taking you know, myself a nice two-month vacation. I love you, you little, but... <laughs> you know you're not going to do that. You tried to do that before. Many and you times, and you won't let it. me. None of you you're let right. me. As soon as, as soon as we see you go on for too long, I'm like, oh, I don't feel good. I'm going, I'm, I can't do it this week. So you're just, you're needed. You're needed, Dave. Yes. We love you um, so. I love the show, so. Nah, Not enough that... to actually listen to it, but. <laughs> Dave, you're like the best of us, you know, like you're, um, wait, the best of? Oh, that kind of brings it right into a nice little segue there. That's actually what we're going to do tonight. We're going to start a new series that's going to pop up from time to time. And it is called the best of series. So how it's going to work, gentlemen, it's very simple. I will ask you guys, my esteemed colleagues, um, a question. And I will say this is the best of blank, you know, whatever way we want to go with different categories. So, for example, I might ask you, where is the best place to buy DVC resale? And the answer, of course, and obviously, is dvcresalemarket.com. Now, dvcresalemarket.com is filled with experts that started with Disney DVC, and now they've taken that expertise and moved it over to dvcresalemarket.com for you. They are the best of the best. They have sold the most. They have the most expertise in this field. If you're buying, if you're selling, it doesn't matter. They will treat you like family. They will treat you right. I got two listings that I saw today already um, when I was looking at their website. It's so easy. You can just click right on the resort you're looking for. Old Key West with a use year of March, 150 points. You can get right now for $99 a point. Fantastic. Animal Kingdom Lodge, one of my favorites. Three, four of the best places you can eat on property right there. Use year of December, 160 points at $107 a point. These things are a great deal. If you go to Disney once, twice a year, TVC is for you. Even if you go once every couple of years, but you know you're going to keep on going, give our friends at DVC Resale Market a call or just check out their website. You'll see their listings. You'll see all the FAQs. You'll get all the information you need. And then head out. Then give them a call. Give um, Derek or Marissa a call for us. Tell them we sent you over there. And they will treat you right. Even if you don't say we sent you over, they're still going to treat you right. They're just that good. So head on over to dvcresalemarket.com for all your DVC needs. So, gentlemen, you see how that works? The best of whichever way we go with it. Are you guys ready to play? Let's do Let's it. To go. Okay. Sure. So, yeah, see, 
I was going to start with Dave, but she, you know, short, David, a little short, a little, never mind. All right. So the first one, this one's an easy one. Best burger on property. Okay. So basically you're going to tell me what the burger is. If you can remember, you might've just went, cause I know Dave didn't do a lot of research where you can get the burger and maybe what the burger actually is. All right. So, Dave, since you didn't do a lot of research, I'm going to start with you naturally. Go for it. What's the best burger on property? I don't need to do research. I live here. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 Last week, you annoyed me all the time with all the stuff you did last week with the Festival of the Arts. But whatever. Go on. What's the best burger on property, in your opinion? Well, by the way, I did have the uh, fish at uh, Germany today for dinner. And then I rushed home to be here. So, <laughs> Oh, just like last week. You got here with like five minutes to spare. Oh, I was in Epcot, everybody. I uh, went to the uh, Disney on Broadway uh, concert because it was a new set of performers. Oh, very cool. Yes. I'm very jealous. My goal Again. is to see all of them. I'm all living a mile away. That shouldn't be that hard. Yes. All right. So I'm going to tell you uh, what uh, the best burger is on property. It is the, che- the cheeseburger over at... Sunshine Seasons in the Epcot Land Pavilion. What does it have? It has a patty of meat, and it has cheese, and you can have fixings on it. <laughs> what, what kind of fixings? Anyone you want. And they're grown nice. from the land. They're grown from the land, from living with the land. Here's the thing. I, I'm, I'm glad you started this way because the way I looked at it, I don't know if – best burger on property that's where people automatically think but i think if people have not gone to sunshine seasons yet they should they have some phenomenal food there so i shouldn't the really be so fresh it's just yeah that's that's the thing i and they say it a cheeseburger tastes better on disney property it used to be pecos bills but then they got rid of it and went to more of a tex-mex uh, place so i needed to find a new burger and that's the one you go for now I mean, if Jeff Williams was on right now, he'd be very angry with you. You pluralize Pecos Bills. Just saying. It's Pecos Bill. He yells at me all the time for that. Anyway, um, but the Sunshine Seasons, again, like I should not be surprised because you're absolutely 100% right. Their food is so good. Um, You know, that's just something that I just wouldn't have thought of. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't pluralize it. I gave it a possessive. No, that's true, but it's still the same thing. Anytime I would say it, Jeff would always yell. No, me, I so. use an apostrophe, yes, not an actual. I didn't. I didn't. Right, just you're right. You, I forgot. You're the English guy. Who I'm only the history guy. So what the heck? I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. Speaking of not knowing what he's talking about, Stephen, what is the best yeah. burger on property in your fine opinion? Who's <laughs> the crown? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm definitely not the English guy. Uh, Talking about Pecos Bill, that's where I would go. Uh, it's one of these things that it's not even the burger. I think a lot of the burgers over there are pretty similar. Not something I would actually go for a lot when I go on holiday as a burger. I would maybe go for something else. Uh, but you get the bacon and you get the American cheese and top it and served with tortilla chips. But it's a brioche bun and... The fixings that you can put on it, as Dave was saying, burgers are pretty similar, but it depends what you put on top of it. And if when you go to Pecos Bill, it just you can just slather it all over the top of it, and you don't even see the burger at the end. The amount of stuff that you can put on the top. So, I would go there uh, and have it dripping all the way down my chin. <laughs> yes, love it. I think. I, and, and that's, I think, one of the more natural places that people are going to say or go, like if their thought process because of the fixings bar. Now, I know, Dave, as you were saying before, it changed a little bit. And what Steven's saying now, it has kind of gone that Tex-Mex route. But they still the have fix- a burger there, though? Yeah. Yeah. I look at the Angus cheeseburger. Okay. So I need to go revisit this place because I have not gone since because I've been protesting. Well, you should not protest any longer, and you should get over there and give it a shot. Because, yeah. again, as long as they still have the fixings bar, I think you can put anything on the, it, it, on your plate. And just as long as you add stuff from the fixings bar, it's going to be good. Those pickles are like crack over there. Dave, let's not, <laughs> let's not talk about your bad habits. Stop it. Dan, give me your favorite burger or best burger on property in your opinion. All right. Well, I thought a lot about this, and 
at first I was going to do something boring and go with the deluxe burger, but it's a chain. So I decided to go a little bit more traditional and do the barbecue burger at the sci-fi dine-in. Hmm. Very interesting. Come on. Why do you think that's the best burger on property? I just, you know, first of all, I like a diner burger. It sort of is doing a little bit more of a traditional diner style burger on the flat top. But then you add the barbecue sauce, which is good. You've got the bacon and the cheddar cheese and the onion rings. And it's got crispy fried jalapenos on top. It's just really good. I don't think I should have done this show hungry. That's This is, <laughs> this is not good at all because... Right now, all I want is a burger. Um, yeah, you know, I think when my last trip in April, yeah, wow, God, I gotta get back there. I know, Dave, you were this there tonight. Be quiet. Um, we went to Sci-Fi Dine-In, and the food was actually a lot better than I expected. Um, and my wife got a burger, and it was it was actually really good. So yeah, so I would definitely put them on on the list of of an excellent burger. Um, mine is not your typical burger. Um, I'm heading over to Wilderness Lodge and I'm going to Geyser Point. And I am uh, saying the best burger on property is the Bison Burger over there. We stayed at Geyser Point one trip and I had it, I think, three or four times um, in the three or four days. We did a split stay and I think I had it three or four times um, just in those amount of days that I was there. But it's a it's a Bison Burger with bacon, a sweet, crispy onion straws, Mary Berry sauce, lettuce tomato and garlic aioli for 16 bucks and it comes with these waffle fries and it's just a heavenly combination when you're sitting there and you're looking out over the lake and it is just fantastic i will tell you this do not go to geyser point at night unless they have fixed the problem but it was one of the buggiest places on the planet and you don't want to eat a burger with a bug in it that's all i'm going to say protein that's so always good to have a place that has waffle fries Oh, yeah, and they're good, too. And actually, Dave, that's where we did our – we did a live broadcast from there. Yes, we did. It was quite fun. Yeah, see, so it's it's nostalgic to me. It makes my heart all warm and fuzzy or something like that. So that's what that is. All right, so we got the we got the idea, the best of. These are – obviously, these are our opinions. So, again, when you guys are listening to this show, I'm sure you guys are screaming through your computers, through your cars, through your phones, whatever. No, the best burger's here. No, the best burger's there. So after each category, feel free. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram and let us know what the best burger on property is. So the next category, we're going for a best place for breakfast. So where on WDW property can we find the best breakfast? Now, some people want to go to a quick service. Some people want a full meal. Some people might want a buffet. I, who knows? But let's see what we think is the best place for breakfast on Walt Disney property. David, you were going to go in the same order. Dave, what's the best place for breakfast? I really don't want to tell you. Oh, it's one of those. Oh, do tell. You have to now. <laughs> mm, I don't know. It's this is This is a good secret that I just don't know if I want people around because I hate people. All right, well that's a valid point. We know that, but all right, wait, shh, just whisper it. Not a lot of people, not no. a lot of people are listening. Just thousands. Yeah, Don't worry about it. That's that. not true. Yeah. I, I love people. That's why I do this podcast. But actually, uh, one of the best kept secrets on Disney property, and I'm gonna kind of cheat with this one because you could either do breakfast or brunch over here. Is over at Disney's Old Key West, Olivia's Cafe. So good. So good. Um, now I'm a little, I'm a little bit uh, miffed with them at the moment because uh, they recently changed their menus. I had a chance to have brunch here yesterday, and I, I hate you. <laughs> I so hate you. I just I can't stand it. I, oh God, go on. Well, what I I'll tell you I'll tell you what I had actually. But what you go there if you want something really really sweet. You, uh, they're known for their uh, banana bread French toast, which is absolutely amazing. Uh, again, if you're not if you're not big dough on the sugar and everything, some people find it a little bit too sweet. They have a really good uh, southern fried chicken and waffles uh, breakfast. What I used to like is I, I was I would kind of just uh, go and go more light on it, and I would get this. Uh, there was this. Uh, continental pastry platter and all of a sudden i went to order it yesterday and 
lo and behold, it wasn't off on the menu anymore. They stopped making the cherry danishes, which was just blasphemy when I found out. And it was, I didn't want too much, so I basically just uh, had a, uh, I had a brunch of sides. Uh, my friend got some uh, conch fritters, which are really good over there. They serve them with breakfast. They serve them all day, and they are absolutely delicious. Definitely something to try. But what I ended up doing was uh, their soup of the day was a chicken noodle soup that was amazing that I even uh, went and uh, told the manager that that shouldn't be a uh, specialty. That should be put on the menu all the time because it was just that scrumptious. And... I asked what days they actually serve it, and they say it just rotates. It doesn't. It's not a set day, so I'm hoping the next time I'm there, I can get that. I got some cheesy grits, and I got a bowl of uh, strawberries with whipped cream. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I think Olivia's. I was about to say Gloria's, and I have no idea why. Um, I think Olivia's is definitely one of those hidden places. I know Old Key West isn't. You know. Unless you're staying there, most people aren't going out of their way to go there. But I think, you know, what Dave, what you're saying is absolutely it's right. It's so it is worth this, it if you do. Yeah, it's this little hidden, the yeah. vibe there. I'll be there in, as of today, 70 days. Um, so, you know, that's I love that place. So, yes, agreed 100%. Uh, definitely top notch for breakfast and, as you said, brunch. Steven, give me a place that you would like to go or think is the best place on property for breakfast. Don't really do a lot of breakfast. Uh, usually get something in the hotel before we go, uh, whether it's a, a bagel and cream cheese just uh, before we leave the room. Um, you know, every every minute's a prisoner when I'm there. <laughs> so the taking time out to do breakfast is a wee bit off the wall. But for the ambience and for the experience, uh, I would say go to be our guest. Uh, we went three times last time we were there, and we had every every single bit of the the restaurant. So, uh, and each one's got their own sort of set, set theming, uh, including the West Wing, which is really really dark, but it is good because all the it's all raining and it's stormy, and you hear the lightning and. You see the lightning and hear the thunder get off in the background and then you see the rose in the, the corner. Uh, but they do a couple of things that are really, really quite good. You know, They do the croissant donut and I know Dave was saying about the French toast being sweet. But this is a fried donut topped with banana caramel sauce, pastry cream and chocolate ganache. It really it sets your teeth on edge when you can actually describe it but when you actually get it uh, and it's served up to you. It's absolutely delicious. Uh, bit pricey to go there if you're not in the diner plan, but usually we are. So uh, it's about twenty nine dollars to go there now. But you do get unlimited beverages. You know, uh, you also now get alcohol first thing in the morning. So if you can book uh, <laughs> an eight o'clock ADR, uh, you can have a a bit of alcohol and in the park, especially Magic Kingdom, you know, which is obviously a wee bit special. Uh, but it really is good. Uh, but, as I say, $29, it's, it's hitting it up a wee bit in relation to what you would actually get if you're paying out of pocket. But it really is a good place to go. Just, especially first thing in the morning. You know, as I said, I mean, if you can get in there before the crowds, you know, and you're walking up Main Street and walking through into the back and uh, the park doesn't open to like 8, 9 o'clock, depending on you're, uh, what day it is. It's empty there. And some of the pictures you can get are really, really good. And if, especially if you finish up quite early as well with, with your, your food, you can go in for seven doors, mind train straight away <laughs> and be all the crowds for that as well. Yeah, I was, you know, I'm really glad somebody was somebody brought this up because I think this one's, I think going to be something somebody says right away. It's controversial, but I think you brought up the or the exact points. Theming's perfect. If you want to go just for theming and you've never been there, go. 
Um, if you can get an ADR early and, you know, you go when you walk up to the Magic Kingdom, go over to the left-hand side, you check in, you actually get to go in before everybody. I've done this before. Walking down Main Street in the middle of or right in the morning when nobody's there is phenomenal. But you're right. It is pricey for what you get. I think the experience alone makes it worth it. The food itself does not. So I think that's where I think you, you got to really take into consideration what you're paying for. I went and I knew what I was getting into. I paid for the experience. I paid for the getting in on early, getting early, walking down Main Street and that theming of uh, of the Beast Castle. I think doesn't matter what, the, you know, what you got to pay for it. And then I happened to get breakfast with it. So that was pretty cool. So I'll definitely yeah. I definitely, you know, enjoyed myself. Um, but I, you know, I, it wasn't, it wasn't really for the breakfast, but I had a feeling you were going to say the first thing too. And cause I know how you, when you do vacation or when you go on holiday, um, you, you're not a breakfast person. So I was really interested to see what you were going to say with that. So I think that was a great answer. Uh, Dan, what do we got for uh, best breakfast for you? Well, I thought this was going to be a good opportunity to represent my home resort, my DVC home. Uh, and, uh, for me, it's the Kona cafe. They've yes. got multiple unbelievable options. Uh, the Tonga toast is the famous thing with the stuffed uh, French toast. Uh, I think our fellow dude, Annie, would be remiss if I didn't mention the macadamia nut pancakes, which are exceptional. Um, they've got some unusual vegan options if you know, you're a vegan. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> but uh, they've, you've got salmon, you've got an egg platter. There's all kinds of stuff that you can get. It's, it's out of the ordinary. If you're not looking for just the usual waffles and, uh, you know, scrambled eggs. Two things at Kona cafe. Cause the poly is my home resort as well. The Locomoco and the Samoan. Now the Locomoco is pretty cool. It's, it's just different burger, egg, rice. It's just, you know, uh, a Hawaiian thing that I got was awesome. The Samoan has changed a little bit over the years. Um, it's got more of a citrus vibe going to it, going with it now, but it's still ridiculously good. Hands down, I think Kona should be a place you're going for breakfast, even if you're not staying at the Poly. Um, if you're making it like Stephen was just saying about be our guest with an early morning at the Magic Kingdom, get an early ADR over at Kona for breakfast. You won't be sorry. Then head over um, to the Magic Kingdom. You could, you know, walk right over to the TTC. Catch the ferry, be easy peasy, lemon squeezy, and it's phenomenal. I love it there. Can I just add that if if you're not staying there, you should definitely not go there when I'm there. <laughs> it's a very good throwing, point. Just throwing that out. And I think that's I think that's fair. I think you should actually just you know let people know that so you let them know your schedule and then I'll just say, tweet it out. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That's yeah. perfect. I think that's cool. All right, I'm staying in the uh, monorail loop. Uh, we are heading over to the Contemporary. Um, this is my favorite place for breakfast. Um, though all you guys had really good answers, you're wrong. Um, the best place for breakfast on property is the Wave over at the Contemporary and their breakfast buffet. Why? It's cheap. All right, for a breakfast buffet, it's $25. It's less money than Be Our Guest. And you get... These key lime eggs Benedict, ridiculous. You get sweet potato pancakes. You get cheesy grits with Telemanuk uh, cheddar or whatever it is. So good. Yogurt parfaits, regular Mickey waffles, deviled eggs. You name it, it's on this thing. For price per value, I don't think um, there's a better one on property. I could be swayed. I could be changed. But... I personally believe that is true at this moment. Um, the service always there is top notch. I've never had a bad server there. They've always treated us so well um, to the point where I've always asked for a manager afterwards just to give the servers, um, uh, you know, the, their 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 due with how well they they did with us and all that kind of stuff. So I, you know, I really, really, really enjoy it there. I think it is a, a hidden gem. I did write something on it in our blog a long time ago. Um, from a few years back. Um, so it is by far my favorite place. I actually asked my wife today too. I go best place on property for breakfast. She didn't even hesitate. She said the wave. So that was two votes for the wave. So two votes for, uh, for 
the wave, you guys only got one vote, so the wave wins. It's quite good for that as well, especially the fact that you know you can you can go to Chef Mickey's. Okay, you get the characters and stuff, but the stuff the waves probably a lot better as yes, well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and I, I've done I've done Chef Mickey's, and yes, the characters are great, but it does it gets very loud there. But again, I'm not going to knock Chef Mickey's. I think it's I think it's fun, and I think it's an experience you have to do at some point in time in your Disney quote unquote career. Um, also, especially if you have little ones or, or younger kids, it's a blast. Uh, but yeah, the food, comparatively speaking to the wave, it's it's not even in, in the same ballpark. So, all right, gents. So if we're all together and we're down in Disney World and we need to grab a beer, where is the best place to grab a beer? Dave. We're going to the Contemporary and we're going to go over to the Outer Rim because... There are some windows over there that give you this incredible view of Bay Lake, and it's just serene. It's just a great place to relax. And I think that, and like I said at the beginning, the this Best of series is going to pop up. And I really think the Outer Rim is one of those, like, best of like hitting gems for lounges or best. Like, there's there's a way to fit that. Because I think exactly what you said at the the tail end of that, the views, very cool, and it's just, it's it's different. I, you know, I, I I dig the vibe there. It's a, it's 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 a good spot. I agree, Stephen. Yeah, I'm gonna hit up the baseline tap house. Over yes, at, uh, DHS. You fired. <laughs> stole mine. Go mainly, on, sorry. Mainly because that's what we all made up a couple of years ago. Uh, so it was the first time I met Dave and Chuck. But it's one of these places that is right in the corner, just that Muppets, and just before you go into uh, Galaxy's Edge. And the last the last time we were there, Galaxy's Edge still wasn't open, so it was still quite quiet around right that area. But it is a place where you can just sit and sort of people watch. You know, they did a sort of hard pineapple cider, and I know it's not a beer. But uh, I don't particularly like the craft beers, and I know Tim's probably jumping up and down, going, "What the hell?" No, Tim's <laughs> but, mad at you. <laughs> but it's a place just to sort of relax, and it's you can sit outside. They do the charcuterie board and stuff like that. Uh, they can do big pretzels with mustard, so you can grab something to eat as well. But just to sit there and obviously see the world go by, you know, and. People watching is one of the best things to do at Disney World because there's that many different characters flying by. And if you're just sitting there watching them with a beard in your hand, you know, it's great. Just take just take a couple of minutes just to take your, the feet off the ground. Oh, 100% agree. That literally, you know, I have backups to my backups in these categories, but that was my first <laughs> choice, uh, you know, so because I knew I was going to go last, so I made sure I. I wrote a couple of them down, but yeah, I love I love the baseline tap house. I really do. We got a flight there when we were there. We were actually waiting for our sci-fi um, dine-in reservation, and we went over there. I got a flight. Uh, the flight's only I think what, like twelve bucks uh, for four or five ounce pours, which is great. And I, and we like you were saying, get a little bit of food. We got the gigantic Bavarian pretzel with the cheese fondue dip and the mustard. It was fantastic. So yeah, I, I'm a big fan of baseline tap house. Well, good call, good call indeed. Um, Dan, what about you? Place for a beer. Yeah, this is an easy one for me. I, it's the Rose and Crown. I I just mm. think it's you you get on that patio and you get a, a beer and you watch uh, the boats or you watch the you know uh, Epcot Forever or whatever. Uh, it's just a really nice. It's very pleasant. It's breezy. Um, service is good. Can't go wrong. Yeah. So there's the other backup to my backup. So I literally have to go from my backup to my backup's backup because that was my number two um, spot for a beer. Rosen Crown. And also I, I would actually add the cart right outside where you can get the fish and chips, um, get a bass, get a fish and chips, and go down to the patio um, where you could, again, people watch and watch the water. Um, I think it's a fantastic spot um, just to kind of grab a beer, relax a little bit. So I'm going to go to my third one now, and I'm going to say get a golden monkey over at the Dawa Bar um, over in Animal Kingdom. I always, you know, enjoy heading over there. I know Dave's been over there many a times early enough and grabbed himself a Bloody Mary. 
but get a um, a beer. And again, people watch. Uh, sit down, relax. The music's playing. It's awesome. Um, if you can go over into the stadium where, um, but what's their nighttime show called? Oh my god, um, River of Lights. Uh, you know, and just kind of sit there. It's Rivers quiet. of Light. Oh, sorry. Again, didn't pluralize, or I did, or didn't. Whatever. Um, yeah, like just it's a great place just to kind of relax and chill out. Um, so we have a lot of cool places to get a beer. And we're down to a couple other ones. Let's see. This one, I, this one could be controversial, but I think we have to really talk about this. Best e-ticket attraction. Dave, you're not going to start because I think I know where you're going to go, so you can go last. Steven, you go first. Up until a couple of days ago, this was still classed as an e-ticket ride at uh, Hollywood Studios. It's now reverted down to a, a tier two, but eh. folk will be sick of hearing them be talking about this ride. Uh, the Tower of Terror is That's the right. best ride on property. Uh, I know you've got other rides over the Animal Kingdom and stuff like that, but to have something that is so different every time you ride it, uh, it's just fantastic. The views over the park, yeah. sitting in the, the wee TV lounge when everything goes quiet and the, the thunder and lightning's going, you know, getting the story and through the back of the, the, you know, the pipes and uh, or the basements and then go up into the left. It's just fantastic. It's, I mean, I, I was there 94 when it opened. I was there the first week that it opened. And it's never got, it's never left a place in my heart. With that time, you only had one drop, but now obviously you get multiple drops and it's randomised, which makes it a hell of a lot better. I know obviously they can't do anything with characters of the Galaxy over this side, uh, and I'm so glad about that, that they might not retheme it to something else and just to keep it as a tower, because it is very much the icon of... Uh, Hollywood Studios just now, uh, especially since the the Chinese theatre was taken away, and then the hat was taken away in front of the theatre as well. So, and even the Eiffel Tower. But no, that's that's my favourite ride on property. Oh yeah, and and here's the thing: I think they made a great call, meaning the executives at in Disney to change the tier system. I think the tier system doing it the way they were was pretty stupid. And just because yeah. Tower Tower Terror is now a tier two, that's it's an e-ticket. It's absolutely uh, an e-ticket. It just happens to be a tier two. Um, and I'm glad it's a tier two because, you know, now I can get a fast pass for oh, it. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, the way they were, when they put everything as tier one, it made no sense because, you know, you just literally couldn't choose anything. So, yeah, and keep everything over in Star Wars and, and make the life a lot easier for the people that really do love tower of terror because i personally i do i agree with you Stephen. it is one of my uh one of the ones i would choose from for this it is definitely um one of the best rides in 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 all of disney you know i think anywhere i don't care if it's disneyland i don't care if it's tokyo i don't care if it's shanghai or whatever tower of terror in hollywood studios is phenomenal all right dan where are we going what's your, what's your best e-ticket attraction yeah i i think that first of all i i I think Steven's right, but I'm going to pick a different one. So that was my number one as well. <laughs> um, but I, I think Safari is my favorite. Um, oh, I like it. I, I talk about different every time. Um, it's gotten only better as opposed to a lot of these rides where it gets a little stale. I think that Disney's decision to r remove all of the plot and all of the silly theatrics has only made it a better attraction. Um, really focusing on the animals and the conservation. It's just a, it's such a great attraction. It's different, not just every time, but different times of day. And uh, it's also, in terms of bang for your buck, it's a 20 minute ride, which is, um, you know, pretty much other than living with the land. It's like, you don't really get that. So I, I just love it. I, I will go there. It's my first thing I do every time I go to Animal Kingdom. Yep, I, I agree uh, with that. It's one of the first things we always do right animal kingdom and it is i think it's awesome when you said it's different every time because 
literally it is. You can never get the same ride ever. There's been rides that we've, it's been smoothest, smooth sailing. And then I've been on rides where a giraffe stood in the road and we sat there for 10 minutes. They call that, that a giraffe that giraffe gym. was not moving. <laughs> no, I'm ser- no, I'm serious. That's- I, I know, I know. I just think it's funny. Yeah, that's a Disney term. Yep, would not would not move. I had I've had rhinos come right up, you know, next to th- like it's it's crazy. Um, I love I love the safari. Um, I think it's it's and and here's the other thing. I don't know if if people will necessarily because when they think e-ticket, a lot of times they'll think like thrill rides and things of that nature. But I, I would say the safari is as thrilling, just kind of in a different way. But I think it's a it's an awesome call. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, Flight of Passage. Um, this is one of the rides that I can't say it's necessarily my favorite ride. I think that still is going to be Splash Mountain or maybe Expedition Everest at night. But every time I write Flight of Passage, like I'm smiling from ear to ear. It's just I, I know Rise of the Resistance is out there and I just I haven't I haven't had the opportunity to go on it yet. I will do it in April. And so that's why I can't put that there. But I remember every time I ever go on flight of passage i'm like this is just next level stuff and i'm smiling from ear to ear i think it's phenomenal love every second about it so that is in my opinion right now the best e-ticket attraction that i have experienced all right dave you give me your best e-ticket splash mountain oh good for you go on you're gonna give me anything else besides that well it's uh you're going inside a cartoon Disney had made its mark in animation. You are a, you are immersed in a cartoon. What what how you can't get more Disney than that? I have no argument there. I was wrong. I I admit it. And I you thought I was going to go Rise of the Resistance. I but really did. That's an really that's did. an F ticket attraction. Because when oh. I think because when I think about uh, getting up that early in the morning, well, you know what. F that. There I am thinking. I'm like, oh, Dave, you came up with this new, this new tag. It's beyond an E. It's an F. It's that much better. No, you're saying F that. That's fantastic. I did it twice. I'll wait for a while. It's great. It's a game changer, obviously. But here's the thing with Disney. Not everybody's a Star Wars fan. So yeah, there's there's. There's an extra element of storytelling in this that's, that you're not going to find anywhere else. It's revolutionary and all that, but, you know, people come for Di- to Disney for classic Disney, so it's Splash Mountain just kind of just embodies that. I, I could, I could, I'm going to tell you this right now, I appreciate it. I can really appreciate that answer. Um, and I, why I'm looking forward to Rise of the Resistance is because... Like Flight of Passage, like really, who's an Avatar fan? Like, not not many people. But I love it. That that was well, you're one of the few people. Um, it's it was that was next level stuff. So yes, am I a Star Wars fan? Yeah, yeah. Um, am I a crazy like psycho Star Wars fan? No, but I'm looking to see that next level stuff. I want to see where Disney has gone um, to see you know how they up their game from Flight of Passage. So that's really where I'm looking to. All right, gents. One, we had, I think we have two more. So this one's the next one. Best mode of transportation on Disney property. There are not that many to choose from, but there are enough to make this list. So, Dave, I am going to start with you this time because I was wrong last time. So I might as well go back to the original order. What's the best mode of transportation? Disney Skyliner. Just a man of few words tonight, aren't you? Oh, I was giving you a chance to respond. That's all. Well, I, how could I respond? I've never been on the Skyliner. Yeah. I don't live there. Yeah, I know, but I, I thought you were going to just make a little conver- thing like, really, huh? Why? Really? Oh, really? Huh? Why? Was that good? That was perfect. <laughs> right, awesome. I just like how when you're on the Skyliner, how you could just you get a really good perspective of what's on property and where everything is. You know, you kind of go into it and it's like, oh, yeah, well, we're right behind the Italian pavilion. Oh, yeah, there's Spaceship Earth. Oh, that's, oh, so when you're coming down that road, you're actually going, you're actually going behind the American Adventure. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, check, oh, check it out. There's backstage of, there's backstage of France. That's where Ratatouille's going, you know? 
Um, so referenced it before. So I'll be down in the world in about 70 days. This is the thing I am looking forward to the most. I am looking forward to the Skyliner more than Rise of the Resistance, to um, the new Canadian movie that I'm looking forward to in Epcot more than Flower and Garden. The whole nine. This is what, because exactly what you just said. I want to see what you can't see normally. I am a Disney junkie with that stuff. If anybody has not followed or is not following Bio Reconstruct right yet on Twitter, do yourself a favor. Go follow him and you get to see all these aerial pictures and views. It is phenomenal. And this is what I love about Disney. I, it's, just the, it's just the intricacies, the different things, the stuff you can't normally see. Um, and I cannot wait for this guy. I, you know, I just might read the Skyliner all day. Who knows? And not even go to the park. I doubt it, but, you know, that might happen. But, yeah, I can't wait. So, I'm, again, extremely jealous of you, Dave. So, thank you for ruining my life. Anytime. Steven, your best mode of transportation. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to going to Skyliner as well. Uh, it's, it's one of these experiences that you don't always get when you go to theme parks. Uh so, like Dave was saying, I think it would be really, really good to go in that. But mine is going to be the monorail. Uh, living monorail. on property. <laughs> living on property uh, is always like buses and boats that you get from your resort to the parks. But always, always make a, an attempt to get some sort of monorail in, even if it's just between uh, Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Uh, just so that you can actually get on it, uh, just to hear the spiel, you know, just to sit there and, and hear the guy talking over the top, you know, describing your, your trip, but especially when you're going to Magic Kingdom uh, and you sort of come round that loop and you you see uh, Spaceship Earth or you get through the contemporary, see Spaceship Earth and then you look up and then you see the castle. Uh, it's just great, you know, it's you could just you could sit on that for for a long, long while and just get round and round. But monorail was definitely my favourite mode of transport. I, I, I obviously it's a natural answer, and I love the monorail. But exactly what you said right towards the end there, you could just ride it for a while. I love going from the TTC to Epcot and back. I think that is a phenomenal trip. And I have done it multiple times where I've just ridden it and just stayed on the loop because I think it's a very, again, going kind of going back to what we were saying with the Skyliner. When you are on the monorail going towards Epcot, you see some things that you just normally wouldn't see. And I think it's just an extra cool vantage point that you only get, obviously, from the monorail or you're only going to get from the Skyliner. So, um, you know, it, it's an icon. You know, I think the monorail almost above everything else probably besides maybe you know spaceship earth maybe the the castle but i think the monorail is right up there as an icon of walt disney world no doubt about it all right dan what's your favorite or what do you think is the best mode of transportation on walt disney world property i'm gonna go very specific and say i really love the boats from to and from Port Orleans uh, to Disney Springs at night. Um, it's just a really peaceful trip. It's just like great to end a day um, where you've had a good dinner at Disney Springs and just head back to the hotel and, you know, see the, the tree house is kind of off in the distance, sort of lit. And it's just a very cool. Um, it makes you feel like you're in a completely different place. And I'm going to I'm going to agree with you because that's what I have. I have the best mode of transportation is boat rides, baby. And I, <laughs> I, I couldn't resist. Um, but I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to be specific like you. There, there are two, I think the, the boat from the poly to the magic kingdom. But again, like you said, Dan at night, I love it at night. And then Disney Springs to old key West again at night. Um, mm. I, I like them all. I like them day and night, but mm. I just, I just tend to think nighttime's a little bit, uh, a little bit more peaceful. Um, it's just I would I could do that like I said with the monorail same idea could ride the boats just all day um, if I had one dream job it would be to be a skipper of one of the boats I or a captain or whatever you call them or I'd be the gill again I know but I think that it's just it's so peaceful and just again 
seeing things in a different light, seeing things differently where they are and just going past the tree houses, like you said, I think is just is really, really cool. All right, How do you our, get that job? I, I, I would I don't know. And I think Dave, as our um, resident person who lives right down the road, can you see if you could find out how to get that job? I've been Thanks, looking buddy. on uh, DisneyCareers.com to look for something uh, seasonal, and uh, they pop up quite frequently, actually, for transportation and all that. Now, Mike, to have previous boat captain experience, I assume. No, actually, you don't, because I had friends that did it in the college program, and they just pilot piloted boats straight through. I had a friend. Well, now they kind of changed a bit, but yeah, no, they uh, they train you. Actually, that was amazing. I have a couple of friends that I have a couple of friends that now live all over the country, and their fondest memories were the times when they were working at Disney, driving the boats across the Seven Seas Lagoon. Yeah, now just you just made my day. I don't hate you anymore, because um, I always thought you had to be like Dan said, you had to be a captain, you had to have some boating no, experience. Not That's at all. Fantastic, love it. They literally I, take you out one day after hours and they show you how to pilot a boat. My retirement plans are coming <laughs> into view. I can't wait. My, my wife's completely not thinking the same retirement plans as I am, but eh, whatever. All right. So speaking of love, this is the last one because we all know I love and we love our Joffrey's coffee. So where is the best place on property to get your Joffrey's coffee fix? Dave. At Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge in my hotel room, drinking my Alto Mayo on the, from the K-cups left in the room while I sit on my terrace watching a cast member power wash rocks. <laughs> yes, I was going to bring it up. I'm so glad you did, because that's the first thing I anytime you say anything about the animal kingdom, that's the first thing I will always think of. <laughs> oh, God. Um, for those of you that have not been listening long enough, it's long story short. Dave had this whole elaborate plan to wake. Who are you trying to wake up? I was trying to wake up my parents. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Never, and uh, open up the curtains. Circle of life's playing in the background, and there's just the guy washing a rock. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's my favorite story of all time. You know, you guys might not find it that funny. Go find it. It's in one of our old episodes, and you, you'll you'll find the humor in it. Stephen, where's your favorite place to get, or the best place to get Jaffrey's coffee? Well, as soon as you fall out of Tower of Terror, there's a wee cart there. Uh, and it's not the first time I've fallen out of the ride and had uh, a little bit extra alcohol put in with my coffee as well. So it's a, a great wee place because it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's right out of the way because obviously it's right at the, the exit of a ride, but everybody's desperate to get to the next ride, but grab a coffee, just have a wee seat just at the wall, just outside Tower of Terror and just take in the day you know but it really is good because it can do it with shots of alcohol as well <laughs> which uh, keeps you going for the rest of the day as well as the coffee absolutely when you're done dropping from the tower of terror drop in at the joffrey's kiosk right there <laughs> i have done many many of uh pictures many of little videos from there for joffrey's love that one that's an awesome spot steven 100 percent agree with you dan how about you best place to get some joffrey's coffee Going uh, back to Animal Kingdom again for the Royal Anandapur Tea Company. Um, I love a tea. I don't really drink coffee, but I do love Joffrey's teas. And nothing like going there early on like a January morning, getting a tea and sitting in the uh, Flights of Wonder show and uh, waiting for that to go with a hot tea. It's fantastic. And I agree. And we, we were talking last week about how awesome Joffrey's teas are. And depending on when this drops, I do believe you're just going to have missed the 20% off of select teas at joffreys.com. But um, why'd you miss it? You guys should have already got it. But anyway, I digress. They, they are just as good with coffee. Uh, I mean, tea as they are with coffee. Phenomenal both ways. All right. So I have two places 
that I'm going to get my Joffrey's fix. The first one was what Steven said, but my second is Contemporary Grounds on the bottom floor of the Contemporary. It's it's a little um, little shop. It's a little coffee shop. I think it's it's just kind of just tucked away, kind of on the bottom floor. Not unless you're staying at the Contemporary um, or Bay Lake Tower, you really don't think about it to head over there. But I love just going over there, sneaking over there, getting a cup of coffee, sitting. Um, right down there on the bottom floor and people watch or kind of like Dave was saying before, um, no matter what resort you're staying at, take your refillable mug, go to your quick service and get your Joffrey's coffee. I think it is the best way by far to start your day. And I think that's one of the great things about a refillable mug. People are always like, oh, you can't get your money's worth and things of that nature. The amount of coffee I drink, that alone is going to give me, get me my money's worth of Joffrey's coffee. So guys, do yourself a favor, head on over to any of the kiosks, any of the places that we said, get some of the best coffees in the world or the best teas in the world. And then when you get home, head on over to joffreys.com for the best of the best coffee or tea. All right, guys, that's our show for tonight. We actually went all over the place, all over property rode some rides, rode some transportation, ate some burgers, drank a beer, did all this awesome stuff. And this is, again, a series that we are going to keep doing from time to time. Um, We'll have lots of different categories. If you have an idea for us that you want to hear, hit us up on Twitter at The Mickey Dudes, and we will, you know, add it to our list. You know, again, if you know what the best burger on property is, let us know best place for Joffrey's coffee let us know if you disagree and think the monorail sucks I, I think you're crazy but let us know um, so you could send all this information like I said to Twitter at the Mickey dudes or over at Instagram at the Mickey dudes podcast but let's find out where the rest of our esteemed colleagues like I said before where they can be found on the interwebs Dave I'm on Instagram at figments reality Steven yeah you can get me on Twitter and Instagram at SJM Disney. Dan. You can find me on Twitter at Beefy Disney. I love that. That's awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Daily Walt Disney. And like I said, find us over on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the socials. You can find us. Just look for us. It's really easy. So like I said last week, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. We're thinking about Disney. Let us help you get your Disney fix every week. With that being said, everybody have a great day. Good night whenever you listen to this. See you next week. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.